Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 200 and, no, sorry, 521. That was 251. I'm a little dyslexic there. 521. Okay. Uh, what's going on? What's new? What's wonderful? What's a ranting about? I got no real rant going on right now. There's nothing really out in society that pissed me off that I can talk about on this show. Yeah, we got idiot in Ottawa doing dumbass shit again and getting away with it. So, but we're, this is not a political show, so we're not going to talk about that. Um, we still have some problems with the uh, mandates in, in BC, and we're not going to talk about that either. And uh, what else is going on? Everything else is stupid in this world. Uh, CRA is doing dumbass shit, and my accountant's having a flip fit on that one. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You know, there's nothing really for me to rant about. There's nothing to rant in the sports world. I don't care about the NFL. XFL, I haven't heard shit about. Uh, CFL, we're, we're exactly 80 days until the kickoff for the first exhibition game. So that's kind of cool. 80 days from now. That's less than three months. Uh, a little over two months. Well, two months, 20 days, somewhere in there. Because um, they're kind of bigger months now, you know. Well, March is 30 days, I think, isn't it? And then April's 31. Um, anyhow, um, I don't know. I never, I was never good at how many days are in a month. I know February's got 28 most of the time. Actually, all months have 28 days. But, you know, you, there's a lot of arguing over that one. Uh, what months have 28 days? All of them. Some of them have more. Okay, yeah, so uh, what's going on in CFL? Nothing really cool that's going on. There's some really stupid things that are going on, though. There is something stupid. I mean, Kenny Lawler tweeted out saying that he's a god. He didn't use that word, but he's acting like one. Because he broke the barrier for $300,000 a year for receivers. Now receivers are making three twenty, two eighty, three hundred thousand dollars a year straight across the board in the in the CFL and he's all proud of this. In my opinion, it's what's going to wreck the CFL. If we're gonna be paying players three hundred and three hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year that aren't quarterbacks, I, I personally I don't even know if we should be paying quarterbacks that much, but we're you're, you're going to spend all your money and you're not going to be able to afford the little guys. And the whole thing is, is that we, you know, the last round of negotiations of the CBA, we, we elevated the minimum wage in here. And if you're going to elevate the minimum wage straight across the board, but you're not going to increase the salary cap, that means that the more uh, higher paid players have to take a cut, but they're not taking a cut if all of a sudden they're being paid over $300,000 to be a goddamn receiver. It doesn't make any sense to me. You should be able to find receivers out there working for a hell of a lot less money. And I'm sure that there's people out there that are going to be doing that. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's a fucked up situation. And I, I don't know. I actually didn't look at the agenda, so I don't even know if that was uh, on part of it on, on the agenda. So uh, anyhow, I'm kind of looking at it now. 
just the only thing that kept shot, uh, looking at me in the eye was the Sean Lemon signing. Anyhow, I'm going to open up the mics here, and I'm going to let Will and Charles come in here. Uh, Will, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? I know you have something to say on, this, on my little rant there. Well, you know what? I, I still, I still to this day, and and more power to them if they can get them. But I, I don't think I'd ever pay more than a hundred and fifty k for a receiver, and he he must be pretty exceptional to get that kind of money. Because after all, I'm sorry, it's a receiver. They are a dime a dozen. Yeah, I really believe that. I really believe that. Um, and there are yeah, some exceptional so receivers out there. Don't get us wrong. There are. Yeah, no, there there are, but I just don't know that they're worth that kind of money. I agree. Because you know, so do you pay do you pay the top guy three hundred thousand dollars, and then you pay everybody else sixty? And like I said before, and I've mentioned this a couple of times this week, there's only one ball. Only one guy can catch the ball at a time. Okay, so yeah, I I I still think they should be, you know, I, I'm they're part of the team absolutely, but I I put them right up there with D backs, which are in my mind the fourth and the fifth most important positions on a football team, if even that. So that's just me. That's just me. So, other than that, everything is fine with Willie. Willie is in the Willie is in the forty ninth hour of a seventy two hour fast. So, I'm a little prickly tonight. How does that sound? I, I bet you are. So, I, I have some questions for you because I've been turning into this, doing some fasting here, but uh, totally unintentional. I've just been forgetting to eat. Um, what are you allowed to consume? Just water? And black coffee. Ew. Why? Why that? Because caffeine that's, is That's terrible. That's not good for you. I know, no, but you shouldn't be able to have that. That's, I love that's coffee. gross. I love coffee. I love coffee. Uh, okay. I like coffee too. It's the whole black coffee. The whole the whole point of uh, the water is to keep you having that full feeling. Okay, so, and I'm I'm pretty yeah, shocked. If you're hungry, drink some water. I'm pretty shocked. I'm pretty shocked that after 50 hours, I'm not hungry. So, it's quite okay. interesting. I've been doing some really weird shit lately. I've been drinking this uh, this concoction that is um, two teaspoons of lemon juice, two teaspoons of apple cider vinegar, and two ounces of cranberry juice mixed with water, and drink it. Drink a, a big ten ounce glass of it an hour or so before you eat. Okay, and it's yeah. supposed to speed up your metabolism. And I've been doing it now for about a week and a half that I drink this this glass, and sometimes I don't even eat two hours later. I just, I'm not hungry. 
so I just don't eat. So I get up in the morning and I have this, and then sometimes I don't eat till well after noon. So I haven't eaten since 6 o'clock the night before, so it's like an 18-hour fast. I know it doesn't compare to 50 hours. But um, I've dropped 12 pounds in a week and a half. Hmm. That's fairly substantial. That might be a little. That might be a little much. Okay, but. But um, no, I'm feeling absolutely uh, great. Well, no, and I. Obviously, and I, it was shit that January, needs to fall off me. Since January, since January, I've uh, been on the January first or second. I've been on the carnivore diet. Okay, and uh, right, eat nothing but meat. That's correct. That's and kind I, of me all the time. Lost, and I've lost 18 pounds. So it yeah. does work. Well, so. Jan- January 1st, um, the whole family stopped eating sugar. No sweets, no candy, no jams, no anything, no, nothing in your coffee, whatever, right? We just stopped doing sugar. Except the women, they, they, they protested. Well, they kind of cheated because they put honey in their tea and, and coffee. And I'm going, honey, sugar, any way you look at it, right? And they go, no, no, it's natural. And I said, so? It's still sugar. Sugar is natural. No, it's not. Yeah. I said, yes, cane sugar is natural. Anyhow, beside the point. Um, and, and also maple syrup. And I go, that's just fucking sugar. Um, but that's it's natural pure sugar. sugar. So what? No, it's not. That's just pure sugar. It, yeah. Okay. So anyhow, anyhow. Uh, yeah, I started out, I was up around the 215 mark, and I'm about 192 right now. So I, I've dropped. 20 some odd pounds so it's pretty good since January 1st I, I hope to I hope to break the uh, 300 barrier on Saturday morning when I weigh myself <laughs> you break the 300 I thought you had broken 300 no 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 well, I, I think it means you want below to be below 200. yes that is correct that is correct I would say okay. since uh, well, that would be good. Since October, well, since October last year, I've been really, I've been lifting really heavy, and I have been when I lift really heavy, my appetite is uncontrollable, and I've eaten everything in sight. And so, I'm gonna say I was 321, I think, or something like that, when I decided that it's time to do something January 1st. So, there you go. And now my goal is now my goal is 190 pounds. A girl's gotta have goals, eh? Uh, 190. That's down where I am. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I'm also six feet taller than you are. So. I, I I'm I'm five ten, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm pretty close. I, or used to I, be. Well, no, I. I haven't been I haven't been one ninety since I was sixteen years old, so Yeah, well, neither have I. But, <laughs> but they tell me as I they tell me as I get older I should weigh less, so anyways, I think we've bored Charles with this stuff enough. I think it's time to move on. I'm just letting you go back and forth. 
Well, you know, it's one of those things, you know, we're, we're, we're calling ourselves retired athletes. So, you know, at a certain point in time, you've got to start taking care of yourself. Like, yeah. I haven't really been an athlete for, for 40 years, but that's not the point. Well, that's not true because they, as a race car driver, they now call us athletes. Yeah, they yeah, guys call sit there driving cars. So they call golfers. Yeah, they call golfers athletes too. So forget and that they call players. some well, people call poker, poker players, players athletes. Poker players are poker athletes. athletes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I want I want tell you guys what my brother's weight loss is right now since January first. It would devastate. No, me, we so. don't want to know that. Yeah. How's he doing? He's okay. He's okay. He's learning. Okay. He's learning how to eat again. He's learning how to eat again. Good. So. Okay. Well, uh, Rick, if you listen to, to the show, buddy, we're, we think about you often, and you get you take care out there. Okay. He seems to be in pretty good spirits. So. Yeah. That's always good. 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 Which is the key. That positive mental like attitude is really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Oh, anyways. No. Are we going to start the agenda okay. or what are we going to do? Yeah, we're going to talk on the agenda. We can do that. Should introduce Charles. We haven't done that yet. Charles! Charles Cliff. Hello. Abbotsford, British Columbia. BC Lion fan. How you doing? I'm here, yes. Sitting here. The snow that we had a few days ago is pretty much gone. Thank God. And Good. yeah, we're just I'm coming down here, there tomorrow. Table, table, cool. Looking forward to the weekend. What's that? Hey, I have a I have a question. I'm coming down there tomorrow. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. There's no snow down here. I have a question. We're listening. Apparently you're yes. supposed to get apparently you're supposed to get five inches. Is that right, Charles? Uh, say that again, high winds? No, you were supposed to get five inches. No, he said you're supposed to get Oh, we were supposed to get five inches. Um there was some forecast saying that. It didn't get to that much, at least not here. But there were some forecasts so, calling that, yes. So was it was it do you guys do you guys go out when it snows like that or not? Yeah, I'll go Nobody out. Nobody should go out when it snows like that down on the coast. Nobody should go out. Not they shouldn't because people there's don't so go many out. people that do go out. And there's the slightest okay. bit of snow, and there's so many people out here that don't know how to drive in the snow, and it just turns it into gridlock everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Not only do they not know how to drive in the snow, they do not believe that they have to put snow tires on their car because why spend that, that money for the one day or two days every three years? That's fine. Then stay home when it does that, then. Yeah. I thought. I got I a snowfall warning for the Coca-Cola tonight until tomorrow afternoon. Ah. I always thought I always thought snow tires were mandatory in BC. Nope. No. No, absolutely really? not. Um, Probably should be. Only but when you're not. going on a mountain road. When when you leave Hope, 
going in any direction, either up the Fraser Canyon, up the Coquihalla, or up the Crow's Nest, which is, uh, you know, uh, Hope Princeton Highway, mandatory snow tires. But from Hope to Vancouver, there is not. No. And I think there's mandatory tires going up to Squamish, but that's it. Nowhere in the lower mainland are the snow tires mandatory. That's correct. Huh. I mean, seriously, if, if for the amount of snow that they, people get down there, just don't drive when there's snow. Yeah. Don't buy snow tires. Just don't drive when it snows. Stay home. I, I'm sorry, I can't yep. come to work today. I don't have snow tires. You know, it, it, it's, it's really simple. Me, I can't even go from Merritt to my house without snow tires because I'm up 300 meters higher than the town of Merritt. So I'm on a mandatory snow tire road. I, I have to have a set. In fact, I got two sets. I got some uh, all-season mud and snow, and then I've got actual snow tires with studs in them. So I put my snow tires on when they're required, which is October 1st. And then come December 1st, mid-December, I throw the studs on because it starts to get gnarly. And I keep them on. I still have them on right now. I probably should take them off now and put my other tires on because snow's pretty much gone. Anyhow, beside the point, we've wasted enough time on this. Shall we talk some football? Sure. Okay. You want to? I mean, what else can we talk about? No, that's fine. Let's talk about football. Football. I like football. I Segment like one, defensive, I know you do. Defensive lineman Sean Lemon has returned to the BC Lions, signing as a free agent. Now, this is a guy that we talked about last week and the week before, yep. that we were actually quite shocked that he hadn't signed yet anywhere. And there was speculation he was going back to Calgary, and there was speculation that he was going to BC. And neither team's fans, Will, Charles, myself, Uh, would be upset if he came back to their team. Uh, He's getting a little old, uh, but you know what? All the teams that he's played for in the league, he's only played well in BC and Calgary. That's pretty much true, yeah. Goes over to BC, plays really well. Goes over to Saskatchewan, plays like shit. Comes back to Calgary, plays good. So he's signed with the BC Lions. As my, my typical uh, response to most things right now is, I'm not disappointed by this news. It's not a bad thing. No it's kidding. not outstanding. It's not awesome. But BC has built themselves a fucking defense this year, something that they've been lacking for quite some time. So I'm not really upset by this. Um, they probably could use another linebacker, but we'll see how that flies out. So, William, what's your take on Sean Lemon coming to BC? Are you a little upset about that? Did you want him to come to Calgary? I'm, Does uh, it matter? I'm, uh, Who cares? I'm uh, I'm uh, extremely disappointed, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah. You know what? He's he's. He was the runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year last year. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. 
but Calgary, I think Calgary decided to go younger, and I don't necessarily know if they're cheaper, but they're definitely younger. Um, and yeah, I, and the other thing about Sean Lemon is is uh, he's a good locker room guy. He's a leader. Nobody in Calgary had anything bad to say about him. Dave Dickinson said all kinds of great things about him. So I, I think BC made the right move. And the part that I hate the most is he's going to be uh, loaded for bear whenever he plays Calgary, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. So there's Very nothing likely. like a, a good – there's nothing like a good football player when he's angry and motivated, okay? So – so there you go. So it's a great move for BC. And, I mean, the, the two other times he's in BC, he did not disappoint. Okay? Their nope. teams weren't great, but he was but he was pretty good. So. There you go. Yeah. So that is it's it's kind of unique and, and kind of interesting, and I'm kind of excited about the, the team that BC is building slowly and, and methodically. And I still am laughing my ass off at the amount of people on the internet who just think are writing BC off as, as a fucking nothing team this year. Mostly Ryder fans because they think they're taking getting the Grey Cup. They're going to go to Hamilton and beat Hamilton. I see that crap every year. That's kind. Of, that's kind of their goal, but you know what? It, it, it's okay. I'm 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 perfectly content with it. We'll just watch and see what happens. Um, eighty days until the first football game, exhibition game, but eighty days, and probably thirty days less than that, uh, almost is is training camp. Like we're talking about, isn't it the fourth of May or something? It starts, Charles. Uh, yeah. Very, very early part of May. I think, yeah, about May 4th or in and around there. So, Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're, I mean, this is now the 2nd of March. That's only two months away. Yeah, Only that's two true. months away, and we got – Very close. And we got football. That'll and we're, we're, we're talking serious football. So we're we're not talking about – um, combines and or the draft. Well, we will be talking about them, but they're, they're really not exciting days between now and then. So there really isn't any exciting days between now and then. Oh, we have a global yeah. combine. Like in Japan. Like, I'm sorry, I just... Something my head hurts. Why are we wasting our money on shit like this? A global I hadn't even heard that that they're having a combine in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that seems worthwhile for the three guys that might make the make the uh, rosters. Well, really, Charles, if they have a combine in in BC and one in the Prairies and one in Ontario, how many of those guys are going to get drafted? 
Yeah, but you're not flying across the the, the planet to get there. Absolutely not. I agree with you. Hey, how about this? The international players, oh. you want to participate in the combine? Why don't you come here where the, you know, instead of all of the player guys from all the different teams having to fly across to a different continent? That doesn't make sense. Every, every, every day, Randy Ambrosi is the commissioner. He gets stupider and stupider is all I'm going to say. Well, one of the guys on, on, the, on the, the, the chat was in getting his hair cut, and Randy Ambrosi came in and got his hair cut. They sat there and chatted for 20 minutes. And Ambrosi is 100% guaranteed that they're going to get a team in Halifax. He, he could not stop talking about this. Uh-huh. And I just like, you're flogging a dead horse, brother. Like, stop it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't know. Whatever. International combine. There's, there's, I don't there's nothing to. No. Charles, what do you think of Sean Lemon coming to BC? That's not a bad thing. I'm actually happy with it because every time he was already here in BC, I was always perplexed about why they never re-signed him. Because when he was here, he always played well. So I I never understood why they didn't just re-sign him in the first place. So finally, we're actually going to get a full season with him because the last two times he was here, he came partway through the season. So I'm quite happy with this, to be perfectly honest. I was excited when I heard about mm-hmm. that. I think he's still a good player. He is up there in age. I get that. But I still think he's a, he's a, um, a type of player that uh, can still be very effective. Obviously, he um, was the Western nominee for Defensive Player of the Year. So he had a great year last year. So what does he can't? I mean, is he going to be exactly as good this year? Probably not, but you do get age. But I still think he can be a very effective player on the BC defense. So I'm quite happy with that. Okay. Well, you know, the one thing I've noticed, and I don't know, I, I, Charles, uh, Will, you and I were talking about this a while back. A good percentage of this league is older than they should be. Yeah. I guess. The, the coaches, the general managers are not letting the senior guys go early like they used to, like Huff used to do and Wally used to do. They seem to be holding them on until they're no longer serviceable. Well, I, I don't think you can say that about Calgary, to be honest with you. But, um because they, they got rid really of No, because Huff still has his finger in that. Say that again? I said Huff still has his fingers in there. So I understand that. Calgary oh, is one of the teams that I, is I, on the younger I, side I, of things. I guarantee you Huff still has his fingers in there. He mm-hmm. probably has his feet and his head in there, too. Well, okay? he, he's, still the, he's still the president of the team, so he's still the boss. 
That is correct. Oh, yeah. That is correct. Yeah, he, and, he is the boss. There's no doubt about there, that. Even if, even if he wasn't there, Dickinson is going to do the same thing because Hoff's trained him, okay? And he's going to – why mm-hmm. mess with a, with a model that works, okay? It's Agreed. Just, I hate – I hate seeing us lose players every fucking year. Okay, continuously. It drives me nuts. Right. But okay. Whatever. Now, I, I do want to point something out. You're, you're saying, you know, you don't mess with success, right? Don't mess with something that's working. Yeah. Correct? You, said, you just said that. Has Is it worked it working? for five years? Has it worked for five years? No. And you've got, what, two Grey Cups in 10 years? I don't know. Last one was 2018. When was the one before that? 2014 and 2018. Okay. So this is now 2023, so that's 10 years ago. And you've got two, two Grey Cups. That's not bad. That's a lot better than B.C., that's a lot better than Hamilton. That's a lot better than a lot of teams. To... And they've been well, to a lot of them. But they're not closing. Yeah, they've been to quite a few. Yeah. Right, well, but they're not closing them out. Fair. I'm not discounting. You know, right? I, I think Calgary's been yeah. the powerhouse for the last well, decade. No I, doubt about you, it. You yeah. can, and a couple of ones they lost, they should have won. You can diss Calgary all you want because I'm telling you, I'm picking Calgary either fourth or fifth in the West this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing that. You're not I know the only one that said that. that. I just, I've I'm seen a couple it. other people saying they're going to take a step back. I mean, you think about it. I mean, all intents and purposes, they were tied for second place last year, right? The only reason why BC yep. got home field advantage was because of the season series. They both ended up with 12 yep. wins on the season. Yeah, 12 wins is pretty amazing but, in this league. Yeah, but you know what? The way I look at it, I look at it this way. I look at uh, – I, I think uh, Saskatchewan has definitely upgraded their quarterback. I think uh, BC's quarterback tandem is going to be just fine. I I'm, I believe that uh, Cornelius and Edmonton, I don't know you guys don't, but I like him, okay? I think he's only going to get better next year or this year. And, I, and I, I I'm still not sold on Jake Mayer. I'm still not sold on Jake Mayer, okay? Not in the least. So... I'm I'm right there with you. I'm not sold on him either. I never have been. I'm not going to argue with you. I just don't think Trevor Harris has never been in the Western Division. And let me tell you, the Western Division is a hell of a lot harder to be successful at than in the Eastern Division. And he's never been successful in the Eastern Division. Okay. Well, he's had some success. Went to a Grey Cup on the curtails, on the shirt tails of, of Henry Burris, but he himself has never been successful in the weak Eastern Division. So coming into the Western Division, coming into Saskatchewan, 
I don't believe he's going to light this league on fire. Yes, they're better than Cody Fajardo. But then so is Drew Willie. Um, I just, uh, I, I think if, if I was the Stead Peters head coach and I wanted to guarantee success this year, all I would do is run the fucking ball. You mean like they, they should have done in the Western is. semifinal? That is correct, Charles. That is correct, Charles. Um, <laughs> and did and they you? have to carry. That's correct. So I'm still kind of annoyed by that whole thing. So, so we'll see what happens. Hmm. I, that's one of the. I, I, yeah, I, st- I still don't see the doom and gloom that you do, Will. So we'll see what happens. And, and you know what? By Labor Day, you and I can have this chat again, and we'll see where we're sitting. But because even, uh, but I don't even, think it's going to be that bad. I, you're you're even, saying it's doom and gloom. But hold on. But you said it already. Even even without the doom and gloom, okay? Calgary has not won a playoff game in five years. So. Yeah. They're, they're, they have not been amazing. No, not at all. Even with Bull Lift My Balls, Levi. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was really hoping, I was really hoping that Jake Mayer was going to come in here, step up, and play football. And I was less than impressed with him last year. I, last year I called Calgary to be in second place, right? And in theory they were, but they didn't impress me that much. And I don't know. I just I don't think they're going to take as big a step back as you're thinking they are. And I don't think Cal- or Saskatchewan is, is better than they were last year. I think Saskatchewan is better they than last have- year. Now, I don't know how much better than the last year, but I do think they will be a better team overall. I mean, it, it might not be leaps and bounds better, but they can't be much worse. Charles, well, they I still have the same think, coaching uh, staff and the same general manager. Oh, and I that agree with all of that. Okay. And I'm fine with that because I've and never they thought have a new OC. was a very good coach. No, absolutely not, right? And they haven't changed that, and they, they will. I honestly think this is a write-off season for them. We'll see what happens. I, I just honestly, I think that team is spiraling downhill, and it's not because of the player personnel. There's no locker room. It's not there. Okay. I think we finished Sean Lemon here for the night. Uh Oh, we just talked about Saskatchewan here. Saskatchewan Rough Riders has signed American wide receiver Darrell Walker. How much did Darrell get? Any idea? 
Do we hear? Is he up in that three hundred thousand uh, dollar a year mark? I haven't seen actually. He would have been four years ago. Know. I haven't seen um I haven't seen any anything more on that comment from uh Kenny Lawler, but I've been looking for it. What comment? The comment where he said he was uh like godlike or whatever because uh he got the uh he got the uh prices for uh wide receivers up because of his big contract oh, last year. Yeah, you're an idiot. Well that was actually part of my early rant. It was, yeah. Yeah, I remember it was. And, of course, Chris Jones is the one that gave it to him, too, by the way. Just surprise, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious. Um, Just a minute. Looking something up here because it's going to prove my point if I if I'm right. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Darrell Walker. Is this is this a good signing, Charles? Is he still like an elite receiver? Is he still able to? Hit the thousand yard mark this year. He now has uh, Trevor Harris as his quarterback. I'm getting skeptical. I think Darrell Walker is kind of getting along in the tooth. I'm just trying to figure out what his actual age is. I think he's uh, in his 30s, but I'm just trying to figure out exactly how old he is. Uh, he is 31. Okay, so that's getting up there. It's not super he's old, not but he's getting old. up there. He's been in the, you know, no, he's not that old. He, he's been there. Um, can he still be a, a top-level receiver? I don't know. Well, we, remember, too, is that last year, he was one of the, not this past free agency, but the free agency before, he was one of the most, well, being counted as one of the most sought-after um free agent at the time, he wanted to, uh, the Lions were looking at him, but he wanted too much money, and he never got signed for quite a long time. Um, well, what happened was he was a holdout, and he was going to jump in yeah. mid-season, but then the season got canceled, so he didn't get any money. Right. Right? Uh, so his, he was uh, held out, and he didn't. He didn't get signed through that whole air that whole time that we had a canceled season. Right. Yeah. So can you know, the other can he be a thousand yard? No. I mean, you know what? He hasn't played. He hasn't played a full CFL season 
The only time he's ever played a full CFL season was 2016. Okay, he's he hasn't played a full season since. Of course, 21 was a shortened season, but he still only played 11 games there. And you know what? He last two years he. he yeah, last year he was 874, so he came close to a thousand yard season. And I right. and I would I'm looking at I'm looking at Saskatchewan's receivers. He's not going to be their number one receiver in Saskatchewan. They have no. two other guys that are Americans. The two guys with the hyphenated names. Those guys are pretty good. So. Mm-hmm. So. I hope they didn't pay too much for him. Yeah. I don't think he's not a feature wide receiver anymore. I would say that um No. He's a secondary he no, can still play no. a role. He can be a pre could be a pretty good um secondary receiver. But I don't think anymore that he's like a top flight guy, a a one A guy like he was when he was younger. I think he's I think he's a Manny Fernandez, to be honest with you. Or Manny Arsenal, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a guy that can be Manny kind of a middle of the road guy, six and seven hundred yards. Yeah. I was always a huge Manny fan. They must be signing him for his um, for his uh, dressing room for leadership and stuff like that. But I'm sorry to Manny, but he he's not great anymore. He's lost a. He's yeah, lost up. He's a lot what? older than he is, but he's a good guy in the dressing room. I yeah. I don't doubt that. But you, the other thing about Manny Fernandez, it doesn't matter how old he is, you know he's going to be in top shape. Okay, guaranteed. That's 100% and, true. And, yep. and you know he's going to get. You can use him for that that ten yard outlet guy. Okay, every single play if you want to. And you know he's going to give a hundred percent, and the leadership is probably a big part of that. So he, he leads by example, no, no question about it, man. Absolutely. Night, he's in the locker room early. He's in the locker room late. He shows people what discipline's about. He's he's got his workout regimen. Nobody's going to outwork him in the gym. Well, and and the other so, thing about you know, this guy is three years. Three years ago or two years ago, he played in the Arena Football League because nobody else would take him. So he doesn't have an ego either, okay? He just wants to play football, period. Yeah. He's he's got an amazing set of hands. I mean, seriously, who would think that Uh Matty Arsenal would still be playing football and and Brian Burnham retired? Yeah. Yeah, and and the other thing is, think about think about Thick Nick, his last season or his second That's last true. season when he was old. That's a really back. good point. He got a thousand. He had a he, thousand yards, for God's sake. Okay? Yeah. From the yeah. ten and twenty yard dunks and dinks. So there you go. Well, it's because everybody did. You know, they disrespected him in the fact that you know they did they didn't consider him a threat. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I we'll see what happens. You know, there's a, there's room for there's room for at least one of those guys on every team. To be honest with you, in my mind. 
So yeah. Now the question is: Is that what Darrell Walker is in Saskatchewan right now? Well, well I, he's not the same well, player. He's I, young, I think he's, he's more of a me he's guy. younger. Yeah, he is. Well, everybody's younger than Manny. I think Manny's the oldest person yeah. on the in the league right now. But. Like Logan said, I think he's kind of more looking. He's more a guy that more wants worried about his own stats and stuff like that. Yeah. See, Manny's going to be thirty-six years old this season. That that that's old for a power position. Yeah, that's old for most positions. You don't see many guys in any position that old typically in football. I mean, there are exceptions, but it's well, it's not as uh, especially receivers. You can see offensive linemen sometimes. Don't, don't we have guys? Can, don't we have some defensive linemen at thirty-eight years old? What's Charlton Hughes? He's actually 39. He's That's a good point. He's actually 39. No, nobody signed him, though. Yeah, he's unsigned at the moment. No? Okay. But he did play last year at 38 years old. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Not as much as he'd like to, but he did play. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't as good. He had clearly yeah. lost a step. Yeah. Fuck, he's closer to my age than uh, the the guys in the locker room. Uh, <laughs> not really. Birthday's next week, eh? Oh, I'm going to be old. Okay, segment three. Chad Kelly is ready to work to be Argo's number one. Sometimes... Players and or media say dumb shit. And this is one of those things. When Chad Kelly signed with the Toronto Argonauts last year, year before, he should have been ready to fight for the number one position because that's what you do when you get into a football team. You always strive to improve yourself so that you can be the best on the team. My personal opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being gullible. But shouldn't every player play to their maximum potential all the time? Isn't that what this is about? Isn't that why we pay them money? I would say so, yep. There's no... There's nothing worse. You know what bothered me the most? And I don't like hockey. I do not like hockey. Uh, But I remember watching an interview with one of the Sedin twins, and they were both getting like four, four and a half million dollars a year. And he, talking to the reporter, said, 
Uh, yeah, we didn't play very good. We're really going to have to up our game and try harder. If you're getting $4.5 million a fucking year, you need to be trying as hard as you can every single game because that's the fans that are paying your salary, and they deserve it. It, it, it blows my mind that people can say, yeah, we didn't play up to our uh, usual selves right now. Fuck off. You know, like, seriously. Oh, well. Okay. That's my little rant on that one. So, Chad Kelly, do you think that he is capable of being the starting quarterback in Toronto. Is Toronto going to take a step back having this guy as their number one? What choice do they have? Is there anybody else out there and available? Uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson is not coming back. William. Well, what I have heard... And this this is always this is always a problem with quarterbacks. Some quarterbacks is yes, he wants to be the starting quarterback in Toronto, but he's also got one eye on the NFL. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I do believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard this the other day. I do believe he's 28 years old. Okay. His, uh, I think his envelope in the NFL is gone. So maybe you should start concentrating on where you have a job. And I don't know if he's any good because we got, what kind of a sample do we have? A quarter in the Grey Cup? Yep. Yep. Let's, let's see what he does for a whole year. And, and you know, even if he is the starting quarterback. I don't know. Do you think they're going to bring other people in to compete with him? Probably. But let's see. He's a one, another one of these Americans with an ego, I guarantee you. So. Go ahead, Charles. Well, he definitely seems to be a guy that's got a chip on his shoulder, which... That's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, he wants well, to be a top guy, I'm sure. What's that? You're right. Yeah. He wants to be a top guy, uh, but you're right. We don't have a big sample size. Uh, he had one quarter in the Grey Cup. I believe he started, like, one of the last games, maybe the last game of the season and won that game, but last game of the season, you really don't get uh, – you really can't take a lot from that because the last game of the season, you're either going to the playoffs, your playoffs uh, set, or you're not going to the playoffs. You're just trying to finish the season without killing yourself. Um, he's getting kind of Chris Trevler hype to me, what I'm seeing here, because, uh, you know, Trevler was always a guy that uh, got spoken highly of and stuff like that, but he had a very small sample size to compare it with. Uh, but certainly, uh, you know, he's going to get a shot. Is he going to be good enough? I mean, we're not going to know until he actually tries it. So uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what, what he, how good he is. He certainly talks a big game, but he now, if he's going to want to be the starter, he's got to go out and back up his big talk on the f- field and uh, 
we haven't really, he hasn't really had much of a chance to do it at this point, so we'll have to wait and see how that happens and how he performs this season. We're, we're in the wait-and-see mode with, with Vernon Adams, with Jake Mayer, with uh, Trevor Harris, with Taylor Cornelius, with Chad Kelly, Bowley by Mitchell for all that matter. And, and Jeremiah Mazzoli. I mean, seriously, the only two, two quarterbacks that we're not in wait-and-see mode are Zach Caleros and uh, Cody Fajardo. Those are the only two. We don't have wait-and-see. We know Zach's a great quarterback, and we know Cody, Cody you know, is Zach's not. Gonna be, Zach's going to be great, and Cody's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, you know, everybody else – is a question mark in my opinion. This is the fucking worst quarterback class I have seen in, in, in forever. I'm not disappointed with what's going on in D.C., but it's not amazing at this point in time. I'm not going, jumping up and down, going, yeah, 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 great cups hours. It's, it, it's not happening. Does BC have the best quarterback tandem? Maybe. We don't know yet. But seriously, if we're in wait and see mode in what? Seven out of nine teams? That's sad. That's sad. I call it I call it competitive because the team that does have a guy a quarterback who steps up is probably going to do quite well this year. And I mean, if you think about yeah. it, other than well, you know, for example, Calgary, um, Cornelius in in Edmonton. I mean, if these guys step up, they could write their own ticket for quite some time in the CFL. You know what I mean? If they do it, or not. 100%. Yep. I mean, I'm we, not disappointed with the team more, Chris Jones has, has assembled, but is, do they have a quarterback? No, we per- right. We pretty much know what Trevor Harris is going to do. All right? Um, well, I think we know I don't what believe Vernon that. A- I think we, no, I think we know what Vernon Adams is going to do. All right? Maybe he'll be – will he be the guy from last year or will he be the guy who was in Montreal in 2019? Let's see. Was that good? And Oh, yeah, he was good. He was very good. Um, He was, yeah. Well, last year I wasn't disappointed with his results in BC considering he he just was thrown into the game. No, I wasn't either. But – but – but he didn't blow the doors off, okay? Well, he so, w- he went four and, then, and two. And, yeah. And then let's talk about That's this. That's not bad considering you bit. just got thrown in the fire. Okay, why don't we talk about this for a little bit, okay? What? And, talk and with, I about what? On, I, about, about our buddy Nathan Rourke. Okay, and rumors. Why do we want to talk about him? 
because they say he might be back by September. By September? Yep. Potentially. Because okay, my question is, do you take him back? Yes, we absolutely yes. do. You have to. But, okay, so so the Jack, so Jacksonville signed their backup quarterback to, uh, like, like $7 million. Trevor Lawrence, season. yeah. So, you know, he's... Yes, they did. You know, he's going to be there. They don't give a guy that kind of money if he's not going to be there. Okay? So, there is still the third-string quarterback, which is possible. But, apparently, what they're saying is... is is uh, he didn't get that great of money to go there, okay? So, um, but they also say that he really, really, really wants to try the NFL. And so maybe he'll hang out there for a year or two unless he does break somebody else's lineup. He just has to get game film, right? But it'll be it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. It really will be. So, so because, I mean, everybody was talking about how Jacksonville didn't have a great backup quarterback. Well, they just signed him to, to multi-years for pretty good money. So, and mm-hmm. the other thing mm-hmm. we got to look and see, the other thing we got to look and see is, does Jacksonville draft a quarterback in the NFL draft this year? Let's wait and see on that one, too. You never know. So, it's interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Yep. Okay. Moving on. Oh, God. Saskatchewan Rough Riders contract with quarterback Trevor Harris is worth more than $1 million dollars. Over two years. Well, I think he's fairly paid, don't you? Fuck. Yeah, he's a veteran quarterback. Nobody out there would pay him that kind of money. Nobody. Well, did you? But hold on. Okay, so they're saying he's going to make 500000 this season and 525 next. Do you know what they're yep. paying Cody Fajardo? Do you know what they were paying Cody Fajardo? Probably more than Last that. Last year? Yeah. This is the thing I almost fell off my chair when I heard. I think it was they like were paying Cody Fajardo. No, no, they were paying him 480 last year. Okay? Oh, wow. I mean... He wasn't worth a hundred grand, anyways. Oh, so they overpay one quarterback and they overpay another one. Great management. Yeah, well. But on the other hand, I mean, well, it's probably what the market will bear. So. And and that's the sad thing. We we're paying players. Yeah. Elevated salaries right now because somebody else will if we don't. Yep. 
I don't know where the money's coming from on this in a salary salary cap management system. Where's the money coming from to pay these guys this? For every dollar you spend more on one position, you have to take that dollar away from somewhere else. Salary cap goes up by $52,000 a year. There's 52 players on a team. That's $1,000 a player. If you turn around and pay a receiver $320,000, which is $200,000 more than he's worth, that's $200,000 you have to take away from somebody else or away from many people else. Yep. You know, you know where do you find $150,000, $200,000? You know, that's 30 players at $5,000 each you have to take away. 30 players yep. at, five, at, at a measly five grand. I shake my head at this. I really don't understand it. I still think we should go back to the concept of having a, a tiered salary schedule. The more and more I think about this, the more and more it makes sense to me. And you've got a tier one, tier two, and tier three receiver, and a tier one receiver makes this amount of money, and a tier two receiver makes this amount of money, and a tier three receiver makes this amount. And, it, and it, 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 it's, it's league-wide. Do you know what that I would do to say, free uh, agency? Yeah. Try, uh, it would be non-existent. Proposing, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be yeah, important. Try, try proposing this as a players' association and see how far you get with it. Oh, I know. I, I'm not trying to piss off the players' association. I'm not trying to uh, help out the owners. I'm trying to save the league. And you usually have to save the league from themselves. That's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. Trevor Harris getting $1 million over two years. Charles. Uh, I think it's a... I mean, they needed a starter. I guess they would try to... Get through. Maybe you got to pay people extra money to go to uh, to go to uh, Saskatchewan, but I mean, it seems on the high side. I would have thought three fifty to four hundred thousand. Here's my question: Where else would he have gone? Toronto, maybe. Toronto might have taken him. Okay, so then Saskatchewan had to pay high. I was going to say, is he an upgrade? Is he an upgrade to uh, uh, 
uh, Vernon Adams of BC or not? No. I don't believe so. That's no. my opinion. Other people might say yes to that. I don't think so, my, in my opinion. Well, but also, also I understand... Also understand Saskatchewan needed a quarterback, and you got a general manager who's on a one-year contract. He's going to do what he can do, right? True. Yeah, and, and it's not going to be renewed. I mean, think Saskatchewan so. has to absolutely light up this fire, light, light the league on fire this year to save their jobs. I mean, they literally have to win the Stanley Cup or at least get into the game. And and we all know that ain't going to happen. I don't know. I think they overpaid Trevor Harris substantially. I, I, I do too. I about about $75,000 too much. I was thinking more like a hundred too much. <laughs> so, yeah, seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars too much. He should be making four hundred yeah. to four twenty-five. That would be considered yeah. realistic. Five hundred thousand is too much money for this. Five hundred thousand is too much money for for Zach Caleros, in my opinion, and he's making six something. Um, you know it. I can justify Caleros. I don't know if I can justify Trevor Harris. Can you justify Caleros at six twenty-five? He's a two-time Grey Cup champion. Yes, I can. And a two-time reigning MVP. I don't. I, I don't think you can justify that money to anybody. You couldn't do it to Mike Riley and, and Bo, Bo Levi Mitchell. And they both made over seven hundred thousand, and, and and took pay cuts after pay cuts, because you can't yeah, build a team when you pay that. one person that much money. You know, cap the position at five hundred thousand. Build a team of happy players, you know. Cap your receiver. Top receiver gets two hundred grand. Top running back gets two hundred grand. Something has to happen. Something has to change. Uh, you can't just continue to bleed money like this. Because honestly. The league is not getting better. Okay? The football we witnessed in the last two years was not better than it was the previous three years. No. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I it, was, it has can, not been good football. No, but I still think you can chalk some of that up to COVID, to be honest with you. Yeah. I thought the, the play oh last God. year... Was better was better than the short season. Yeah, I agree. Yes, yes, 
But it wasn't as good as it was pre-COVID. No, no, that's fair. Absolutely not. But I, so I think this is can a, we blame that on a, a on a scamdemic? No, I think this is this year. Is no, the we kicker. can't. Okay, let's see. Let's see how it goes this year. In my mind. Seven out of nine teams don't have a solid quarterback. Seven out of nine teams don't have a star quarterback. No, sorry, eight out of nine. I forgot. I'm not putting Cody Fajardo in that class. I mean, we don't have a, we do not have a team that is going to be starting the quarterback that they started the majority of the season last year. Not one team, but Winnipeg has a. Oh, well, Jake Mayer might you might give him that benefit, but I don't know. But every other quarterback missed substantial of last season. Andor was not with the team that they are currently on. Am I wrong? No. No, I think that's fair. Uh, it, it, it boggles the mind. I mean, I do not know when you could have ever said that before in the league. Sad to say, there's a lot, a lack of. Um, is that just a lack of um, developing quarterback then? Is that what we would blame it on, or lack of finding good quarterbacks from elsewhere? Maybe kind of a combo? Yeah. Is it getting harder and harder to, to bring players up from the U.S.? I don't necessarily believe you know, that. You know, it's... Well, I don't either, but, you know, the exchange rate, the taxation, uh, these all hamper the concept of getting good players up here. I'm not, I've never been concerned about the XFL or the USFL. But I would, I mean, the, 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 the exchange rate on the Canadian dollar right now sucks for no good reason yes, other than we have a moron for a prime minister. Yes, it does. Okay. Calgary Stampeders, try take 
tried-and-true approach in CFL free agency and don't do much. They signed one free agent. One. Is that is that a problem? Is that why Will thinks they're going to be in the basement this year? It's because they didn't go out there no. and, and buy a better team? No. Well, there's a plethora of quarterbacks out there on the market. You know, Calgary didn't jump on any of them. Yeah, but Calgary never jumps on them, so... Just, just not a great team. Uh, I, I just, I just, yeah, no, I just have, I just have, you know what? They've been, they've been using this plan for a while now, and I've seen players come and go. You look at, you look at the Toronto team that won the Great Cup last year. Fuck half the team was fucking ex Calgary players, ex Calgary coaches, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. Okay. Um. You can't pay everybody. I agree with that. But once again, the the one that really bothers me this year is they let uh, they let uh, uh, or Thurman go to go to Hamilton. Okay, I I mean he's been in the CFL for a long time and he's only twenty eight years old. Okay, he's just hitting his prime. And I'm thinking, was could they not pay him enough money, or was that a choice he made because he doesn't think Calgary's going to be that great this year? That's the other thing I was thinking about. So, I mean, Jameer Thurman is, in my mind, he's a fantastic linebacker. He's a great player, okay? And they just yeah. let him go to Hamilton. So, once again, couldn't you find an extra... 20, 30, 40, 50K to keep this guy here? But on the other Guess hand, not. They, always th- they always think younger, cheaper, faster, and they have a whole plethora of guys that they're going to try out at that position, and, and I'm sure they'll find somebody. I'm sure they'll find somebody. So, will they be good enough? That's the next question. Well, they use, but they have been always good at uh, finding talent. So, yeah, they have, and I don't think that's ever going to change. So. We shall see. Yep. Okay. Hall of Fame former rider president Jim Hobson still not sure he would have hired Chris Jones. I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm reading this article 
three down nation. So Jones, the Riders, coming off a three and fifteen season, it doesn't get any worse than three and fifteen. Two and sixteen, okay, but three and fifteen season means you're just fucking trailer trash. Jones comes in for three seasons in charge. First year was a five and thirteen, minimal improvement, but you know there was a lot of brutal cuts and roster changes. The Riders made the playoffs in a crossover team the next year, and then finished second in the West the next year. Then Jones left, and Riders finished first in the West, and. We're what, 15 and 3? No, thir- 13 and 5? 13 and 5, I 13 think. 13 and 5, I think. In 2009. 13 and 5 in, in 2019 under Craig Dickinson. But literally, that was because Jones left two weeks before training camp, or he left during training yep. camp. So that literally was his team that he built and developed. And Dickinson, since then, has just spiraled it back down to that 5-13 and 13 season last year, I think, wasn't it? Something absolutely terrible. I think Chris Jones is the best coach that Saskatchewan Rough Riders has had in, in ever. I mean, what he did in a short period of time was nothing short of amazing. I mean, I, yeah, I know. I, I say this all the time. I'm a huge Chris Jones fan. I, I don't like the man. I do not like him. I don't like his personality. I don't like his tactics. I don't like anything about him. But you can't deny his results. He makes winning teams. So for Jim Hobson to sit here in his ivory tower saying, you know, I don't know if I would have hired him, you're an idiot if you didn't hire him. He, what he did, he did. He did, he did it. Here's my He's going to do it Why in Edmonton again. Go ahead, Charles. She's saying, why is he even bringing this up now? The guy's retired. He's in the Hall of Fame. Who really cares at this point? What's the point? I mean, maybe he was asked about Chris Jones and stuff like that, but still. Does he still live in Saskatchewan? I think so. I have no idea. Well, that's that's why. Anyhow, this was... This was Jim Hobson, and he was on the Rod Peterson show. Hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, kind of like, why I know. There's not much more to say, is there? Stuff. No. Yeah, this is an old man oh. that hasn't been in the league in eight years talking about a situation that happened five years ago, or actually more, six years ago. I don't know. Why did this become news? I mean, you guys understand something, eh? That this year, this year, if Chris Jones 
wins a home game in Edmonton, he will be the greatest coach in the history of the Edmonton Elks. Oh, uh, probably. Because they still haven't won He'll be a at home fucking hero. two years now, isn't it? Since yeah, like twenty eighteen, isn't it? Or twenty nineteen, I guess. So yeah, I, yeah, almost up to four years. Yeah, it was it was it was yeah. it was twenty. It would have been a twenty nine twenty nineteen season because twenty twenty there was no season. Twenty 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 one they didn't win one, and twenty twenty two they didn't win one. So we're talking almost four years now. If they've won a home yeah. game. Just imagine, not much just, better. Imagine we, just imagine the fun we would have with Rhonda Hopi right now if she was on the show. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, you're right. I, how, do, how does this become news? How does somebody that is so irrelevant been out of the league for eight years. Talk about a situation that happened six years ago, and somebody finds it important. Why is Bob Peters even talking to this guy at this point? Is there no one else he can get? Maybe not. Because they need content. It's the offseason. They need content, Cheryl, for these long yes. shows. Yes. So do we. I mean, we're doing a Maybe podcast. We need to talk busy. about something. We're talking about this. Fair well, enough. Shut up. <laughs> oh. Oh. I need some popcorn. What? Okay. Segment? Nothing. I'm just thinking about food right now. But I shouldn't Okay. Be. Don't say that. I don't want to talk to you about that. that okay. Yeah, I understand. Uh-huh. Toronto Argonauts re-signed Canadian running back Andrew Harris. Talk about fossils. How old is this mother now? He's 34, isn't he? 35. Did, did, did he fix his boob? Yeah, apparently. He'll be okay for another season. Will he contribute? Will he contribute? Yes, he'll just go to the juice bar and go from there, okay? Do you know when this guy was relevant? John Cornish was relevant. Well, you know what? Yeah. Here's the thing. There was all the the argument about who was the better back. I wish I wish Rudy (laughs) was on this show because I wish Rudy was on this show because I'd say right off the top, I'd say Trevor or sorry Andrew Harris is still a better running back than anything they have in Winnipeg. I wasn't yeah the arrow guy. I mean, I wasn't impressed. Who's the uh, John, Johnny Augustine, and who is the other guy uh, that they were running? Uh, Oliveira. Yeah, Oliveira. All right. Yeah, Brady Oliveira. Was he spectacular? No. 
But, you know, we expected more. I mean, two Canadian running backs, we expected great things from them. They had been apprenticing under Andrew Harris. It looked like these two guys were going to rip up the league, and the two of them combined didn't do as well as Andrew Harris did in Toronto. I don't know if they even got combined a thousand yards between the the two of them. No, and and you know, and, and you get arguments from Rudy that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have the best receiving core in the league, and yet they only had one quarter, one receiver in the thousand yards. The next one down was Dembski, and he was seventeenth place in an eight, nineteen league. Nineteen league. That's sad. Not the best receiving core in the league. They might have the best receiver in the league, but that's about it. Yeah, Kenny Lawler's back there, but you know what? whoop de doo He wasn't overly amazing last year, was he? No, but he was on a really crappy team. Were they that crappy? Yeah, they couldn't win a game at home. They got blown out twice <laughs> by the Lions by 30-plus points. They were bad. Really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. just wanted to see what you were going to say. Uh, and you didn't disappoint me. Yeah. Andrew Harris, does he still have one more year left in him? Is he going to do Toronto Argonauts proud? Well, the only thing that I've got to say is if you've got Chad Kelly, which is literally a rookie quarterback in there, you're going to need to lean on your running back. Now, did they lose? They lost their other guy, didn't they? No, they got them. Oulet or Oulette? Yeah, yeah, they kept him. They re-signed him. No, they didn't. They re-signed him. Yeah, oh, really? he re-signed with them. Oh, I, yes. thought, I thought he went somewhere else. Yeah, I could. No. No, I, I, no, I think they them. re-signed him because I was really hoping BC picked him up. Yes, me too. But they did. They re- the, Which didn't happen. Absolutely, the, the Argos re-signed him. If anything, that species' weak point right now is running back. But mm-hmm. William, is Andrew Harris yes. going to be able to perform in Toronto for one more time? Is Toronto going to be as good a team this year as they were last year? They weren't a good team last year. <laughs> they won a great cup. Yeah, they but, weren't a good team last but, year, but yeah. they beat everybody else. Yeah, but they, they played Hamilton six times. <laughs> or five times. And Ottawa okay. eight. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I, I, I will probably I mean, be as good. BC I'm blew sure him out. Andrew, Absolutely blew him out. Pardon me? 
Yeah, Andrew Harris will. Uh, I said BC the blew them out. It was bad. Yeah, yeah, they did. I even think uh, Calgary beat them. Might be wrong about that one, but you never know. Um, no, Andrew Harris is probably still. Like I said, I still believe he's better than anything Winnipeg has right now. So, and I mean, if you want to argue with me about that, you can, but I think I'm pretty much right. So, if you know what I mean. Okay, so let's go over this next list we have, and I know that everybody's position on this is, is exactly the same, but I think I'm going to try to make it interesting, which is the, the CFL draft coming up, okay? And yes. there, there's eight players, or Three Down Nation says that there, John Hodge says that there are eight players who could be taken first overall, Okay. And we're going to look at them here. We're not going to look at who they are because I really don't care about them and I couldn't give a shit about this, the Canadian draft. It really doesn't matter. But what I want to show you, which is fascinating, is – and I don't think these guys are in any particular order. Uh, Francis Beanie, who is a defensive lineman out of southern Utah, okay – Uh, then we have Dante Bull, an old lineman, Fresno State. Defensive lineman, Quinton Siegel, Siegen, Charleston South. Okay. Old lineman, City South, Eastern Michigan. Defensive back, Jonathan Sutherland, Penn State. Receiver, Cole Tucker, Northern Illinois. Defensive lineman, this guy's fucking name is weird. Out out of Texas Christian. Okay. Receiver, Jared Wayne, Pittsburgh. Did you notice anything out of all of these number one draft pick selections that are suspected yep. to go number one overall in the draft. I noticed something. What was it, Charles? Not a, not a single one of them plays college football in Canada. Every single one plays for a U.S. Not, not one. What? Not one, yep. Not one. Every one of them plays football in America. America. Well, I guess they're not real Canadians then, because that was the criticism some people said against Nathan Rourke last year, that he wasn't real Canadian because he played his college ball in the U.S. So I guess none of these guys are Canadians either. B.S. argument. Do you ever do you ever wonder yourself to yourself guys when you're online and you're talking about stuff stuff like this and 
someone brings something like that, you ever wonder to yourself, how did people get so stupid? Just saying. Huh. No. You don't know the half of it. Just saying. No, no I don't. I don't wonder I don't how even, people get I, that stupid. I deal with stupid like I that every even, fucking day. I don't even. I don't even participate anymore because it's just not worth the brain, the brain matter that I got to get rid of trying to argue with idiots. Okay, because they come up with such stupid shit. Well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it. I mean, I look at it a different perspective. Half the people that you meet during the day are below average. Half of them. Yes, you said that. You said okay. that numerous times. Yeah. And, and, and it is so true. It is. And I found that the ones that are below average are the ones that are the most vocal. Yep. And you can and you can beat them over the head with facts and they still will not believe you. No. You go online and say go to a, go on to any CFL group and say that they should uh end the ratio and see what kind of interesting comments you get from people. No. No, I, I I do that every once in a while just to jump start the conversation, but it, it, yeah. And you get called everything under the sun for coming up with something that's intelligent. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. The intelligent people of this world are being silent so that we do not offend the stupid. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I'm not playing well with that game. <laughs> no, I'm not either. I'm not either. No, I have absolutely no problems yelling at people and telling them that they're fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact. You're not allowed to do that either. You're not allowed to do that either, Christopher. You don't hurt the little snowflake no. feeling. Okay? Yeah, they need to go in their little safe room so that they that yeah. nobody can bother them and they can they don't they don't don't have to worry about the big bad world out there. With all with all the other with all the other little participants, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, where are we? What are we doing? Anything you want to talk about these eight players? No, I mean, if they're American players, there's a good chance they could get drafted into the NFL as well, or for that matter, they might just decide to hold out and just walk on to an NFL camp rather than coming to Canada and making $58,000 for the season. 
Well, they'd make more than that because I think the league minimum is like 83 or something like that, isn't it? I can't remember. Anyways, like but once again, so, there is the option. There also, is, there also is the option of the USFL and the XFL now. Okay, and they can make just as much coin on a first-year contract up there as they do down here. So, hard to say. And they may think being down there playing in the U.S., you're more likely to get noticed in playing in the U.S. than you would in Canada. I I, I so don't agree with that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that some guys' perceptions might be that. Well, it, it is, and it, 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 a lot of people are saying that, is that, you know, the odds of them getting to the NFL are going to be greater if they're in the XFL or the USFL than in the CFL. And I, I don't know and how to, to, to quantify that. How does something like that work? Not well. Not sure. But it, 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 but for it, some it reason, blows my mind. It boggles the mind. Some people are under the impression that if you play in the States, the NFL is going to notice you more than if you play in the CFL. I don't think it makes a bit of difference. You know, once again... You light it I up in the XFL and you light it up in the CFL and I'll guarantee you you're going to get more interest in the CFL. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm still You've accomplished trying to figure more. out and, and there's, still, there's still all kinds of stuff going around. I'm still trying to figure out why Darnell Sankey went to the NF... or went to the XFL, XFL. as opposed to the CFL... As opposed to the CFL, because they offered him lots of money, and I think he's also 28 years old, so he's probably passed that that golden look from the NFL. Okay, and I don't. It was it just be close to somebody in the states? I don't know, man. Well, that has to to have a huge power to it. I guess. I guess right. I, I know mean, it's all about. Oh, you're closer of... to mom. You're closer to your girlfriend. You're closer to your kids. You're closer to something. I mean. Yeah. Sure. But Trent... and and there is a chance that if you make it in the NFL, you're going to make millions of dollars, right? So. Or oh yeah. At the very least. Or at the very least, stick in the NFL long enough for an NFL pension. So, what what's the dollar amount on an NFL pension? Do you know? I don't know. Or just the fact I, that it I, is something. I think it's probably like two hundred and seventy-five thousand a year, or something like that. Yeah, it's a decent wage. Yes, actually, yeah, it is. It's it six is. figures so, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
NFL players need to accrue three seasons to become vested for an NFL pension, which is provides $20,000 U.S. annually for life. Is that all? Compensation is supposed to increase to $22,000 U.S. in 2025. That's not substantial. I mean, an extra twenty grand every year is, is wonderful if you're working at J.C. Penney's or flipping burgers or doing whatever else. Twenty grand is twenty grand, right? Yeah. That that's not a lot of money. That's that's kind of disappointing, actually. Geez, I'm surprised that they don't, that's all it is. Hmm. I could swear it was more than that. Twenty grand of pension. That's just a. I don't know. It seems low for the NFL. It, 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 here's the line. What? How much is an NFL pension? It says NFL players need to accrue three year, three seasons to become vested for an NFL pension, which is nineteen thousand eight hundred dollars U.S. annually for life. Compensation is supposed to increase to twenty two thousand U.S. dollars annually in twenty twenty five based on expected upward trends in league revenue. The next paragraph says, on average, retired NFL players earn $43,000 annually from their pension. Most players also decide to contribute to a 401k plan during their career. It says, but there's a, if you defer your, your, your pension until you're age 55, you get a lot more. Okay. Hmm. We lost Bill Will, by the way. He told you oh, to call did. him back. Why did we do that? Yes. I don't know. He said he accidentally hung up. That's kind of moronic. Oh, did I say that I out loud? Big fingers. Put him in the box. See what happens. Anyhow, where are we? 18 minutes left. There's Will. He's back online. William, you there? Yeah. Oh, hang on. You're still not, you're, there's your mic is now active. There you go. What the hell happened to you? I was trying to look up what an NFL pension was worth, and I pressed the button to hang up on my phone. How does that sound? So, NFL pension is I'm not, not going to tell you what I said earlier. NFL pension is not as prosperous as we think it is. No. So, we just well, we uh, think, we, we kind of know it is. It's twenty grand. It's not not lucrative. Well, that's well, the thing. I mean, the longer the longer I, you play, the more you get. The longer you play. But I, I just read I just read another article. They say the average NFL player pension is fifty three thousand dollars a year. So 
Yeah, I just I just read it. It said it was forty three thousand, but yeah. So whatever. So. But if you if you make two million dollars a year and you're there for four or five years, yeah. you shouldn't be worried about this. Well, yeah, but you gotta understand who you're talking about. They're football mm-hmm. players. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. Even the guys who are making $25 million a year have trouble sometimes. Okay? Oh, so, agreed. Agreed. I you said know. you shouldn't. I never said they don't. No, you shouldn't. I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the players that are coming out now, they're making too much money ever to do that, ever to have problems. But, you know, I... I I still go back to the I still go back to the story of uh what was his name? Basketball player Charles Oh, Allen Iverson, okay? Yeah. Allen Iverson made Allen Iverson made made three hundred and sixty five million dollars in his basketball career. Okay? And he just about three years ago he 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 went chapter eleven. And so he had to yep. disclose his his expenses. And at the time, he was an NBA broadcaster, I think, making $65,000 a month, which I don't know about you guys, but I could live pretty well on $65,000 a month, okay? Yeah, no kidding. And, uh, yeah, it's 700000 uh, 700, a year. Yeah. And his his expenses were a quarter of a million dollars a month. Okay? Like, like, what are you, dumb? Yes, he was. Sorry. And he was at one time, he was ranked as, you know, one of the top six basketball players in the world. Yep. He was a great player. He was a great player, but fuck, didn't know what to do with money. Oh, he knew what to do with his money. Well, it just went away. He spent it. He spent yeah, it. You know, give me, give me, uh, give me three seasons. Give me two seasons at two million dollars a season. I'll never work again, as long as I live. Okay, no, never, never. So never. yeah, it's it's a, it's a scary thing. It really is. <laughs> so, if I had eight million dollars right now, I could turn it into a billion dollars in two years. Uh huh. I could turn it into a billion dollars, guaranteed. Uh huh. I just don't have eight million dollars right now. Ditto. That's three of us. Ditto. You know, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and these guys, you know, even guys like fucking Theron Fleury, okay, he made like $80 million in the NHL, he doesn't have a pot to piss in anymore, how do you fucking (laughs) spend $80 million, come on, People find a way. 
It, it's, I mean, I mean, it's quite difficult, actually. Well, I mean, if I won the it, 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 70 it, it, million, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead with go your ahead. 70 million because I'm uh, I'm good with this. If I won the 70 no, million. No, I did a, a, a bunch of financial things before, and one of the guys said, "Can you spend a thousand dollars a day? You can't give it away. You can't blow it. You can't buy anything that you can't spend. You can't." Like buy a car because that's more than a thousand dollars in a day. Could you right. spend a thousand dollars in a day, every day? No, I don't think I could. It'd be very difficult to. Am I, buying, am like, I allowed necessities and stuff like that? Am I allowed to be seven hundred and fifty pounds? You you can be whatever you weight you want. Okay. I just okay. Then yes. Then, but then yes, I could. <laughs> no. I, no. I, I don't know. I don't it, it, know. It's really hard. Um, it's really hard to spend a thousand dollars a day. Yeah. Okay. Every I day. Spend five. Not just not just a thousand dollars tomorrow, but a thousand dollars tomorrow, thousand dollars the day after, a thousand dollars the day after that. Every day for a year, three hundred sixty-five days. Could you spend three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars without buying anything large? You couldn't do it. It'd be very, very difficult without giving it away. So you can't go into the bar and buy a whole pile of things. Did I? Have, I go to the gas station. Or no, we, yeah, yeah, we lost here, Will yeah. again. Again? Yeah. No, we lost. We lost was, he looking, was he looking something else up and hung up again? Or who knows? Yeah, because it just said, fuck, I did it again. Oh, God. Oh. Hello. Hi. There you Stop are. looking stuff up on your phone. I got I got No, no, I got to stop playing. Okay, I got just got to keep my hands in my armpits. Okay. Anyways, are we still on the William? Are we still on the step? Will, yeah, William, sure. you're you're not yes. a you're not a poor man. Okay? Go no, buy an iPad. You go buy an no. iPad. They're not expensive. No, I just And then I you can play bought, on your iPad just, while you're talking on no, your phone. No, no, no. I just I just bought my I just bought my wife a MacBook for her birthday, okay? I'm not gonna go buy an iPad. There's too there's too much money. Sorry. They're not too much money. I need to buy an app, well, a, a, a new iPad. I've got two of them in front of me. My wife's and mine, but mine's a little antiquated. Yeah. I need to upgrade. Well, I and I've got uh I mean I've got my laptop that's in front of me. I guess I could play games on there if I wanted to. No, I just you know what? I I'm I'm just my hands just go continuously and I press buttons I shouldn't press. So anyways, what I was going to yeah. say is if I won the 70 million dollars to be honest with you, I'd yes. probably give most of it away. I would probably give most of it away. Probably, because I could live on. I mean, I believe in the concept of generational wealth. I, I would, yeah, I would buy some too. things that would be long term, so that my great grandchildren yep. would be wouldn't have to work. Yep. But 
I I don't need seventy million dollars to do that. No, and I've got I've I personally currently I have some investments right now that are for my grandchildren down the road. Okay, and and yeah, they'll probably have them for their 100%. grandchildren too. So yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm too cheap to buy to spend. I I think I am gonna get get a, get a, get to go to Vegas this summer, guys. I think we'll see. I haven't been there for three years, okay. but I think I might. I think I might. So, well, if you if you really feel the need to give money away, I can send you my yeah. address. Yeah. Okay. You see, there's a difference, though. Okay. Just I I I would I would give nice. money away. My 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 I would give money away. My wife wouldn't. Okay. No. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. So. She wanted to keep it all for her kid, so and I understand that. I understand that too. You don't need to have buildings named after you, eh? You don't have feel that need? No, 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 no. I have nothing no desire for anything like that. So and and with seventy million dollars I couldn't buy a, a CFL football team, so I'm kinda of fucked, okay? It's it's not enough, but if you no, got me not. eight to ten million dollars, I could turn it into a billion dollars, and we could buy a couple teams. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll, work. I'll think about that. Yeah. Okay. If, that. if if I could get ten million dollars right now, I'll turn it into a billion dollars, and each all three of us could buy we'd buy three CFL teams, and then we could have Wait. a competition. And you know what? I would I would want to buy an Eastern team. See if you could make them better. We should all buy Eastern teams and make them better. There's a thought. Interesting. Yeah, I would probably want to see you know which what? Eastern want, team I would watch. I I'd want I'd want Montreal, to be honest with you. Just to stick I think it in I Rudy's might face Ottawa. Made, just to stick it in Rudy's face when I made money with him. So I can't stand Toronto. I, I just absolutely can't stand uh-huh. the city. So I couldn't do it. I'd, I'd have to go to Hamilton. Ottawa is pretty nice place. They say. I, Ottawa's a nice place. I would do it, but Charles picked it first. Yeah, okay. I, I I have to respect that. And I, I'm not a huge fan of Montreal, so I, I, that you could have that one without any con- conflict there. Uh, Ottawa would be my number one choice. Hamilton would be number two. And I, I don't know if number I, I don't think I have a number three. I wouldn't take Montreal or Toronto. I don't like either team. Yeah, I'd never take Toronto. That's for sure. No. No desire to ever go to that city. And if I owned a team, I would have to go there. So no, I'm not going to. Toronto. I've never, I've never, I've, I've actually never been here. Yeah. I've never been to Toronto. So you've also probably never worked for a company that's head office was in Toronto. Nope. See, that, that is one of the deciding factors of why you hate the city, is if you work for a company and somebody in Toronto 
makes decisions over what you're supposed to do in Vancouver because they have no fucking clue as to what happens and how things work on the West Coast. Not a fucking clue. One of the big things, Remembrance Day. Stat Holiday in B.C., moment of silence in Toronto. What do you mean by you're not working today? We're not working on November 11th. Why not? It's a holiday. It's not a holiday. Yes, it is. You know. I don't like. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I've, uh, too many times have I worked for a company that had a head office in Toronto. Or you deal with a supplier that's head offices in Toronto. Maybe you've done that, Will. You, you can learn to hate them then. Okay, three minutes left. Let's do the last no, thing I, here. I, Have I still got I, two guys here? We're still here, yeah. I do deal with suppliers in Toronto, and I hate them all. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. it. It's just I can't deal with it. Okay, this is your team. Quarterback Dane Evans not looking to unseat Vernon Adams Jr. as BC Lions starter. Do we totally buy this? 100% we do. Not necessarily. He's getting paid $120,000 a year. He doesn't expect to do anything. No, that's true. Fair enough. That's true. I mean, honestly, you know, if he if he actually thought that he could unseat him, he would have gone for more money. Okay, the fact he doesn't believe that he's even gonna, he's just gonna sit on the sidelines and collect a paycheck, and be happy about it. Well, he's probably, I, 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 I don't see a problem back, with this. Let's go back. He's probably thinking, let's go back to the old days. He was most successful when he was making little money. And he was a backup. But what are we just saying coming off the bench and lighting it up? Right. But what are we just saying earlier in the show that you want to be the best and you want to be the best you can be and try your hardest? Wouldn't that necessarily mean wanting to be a starting quarterback? You know what? You could could want things. You you could want all you want. Okay. But he was probably more thinking that he wanted a job. Okay? So, just saying. I think he just understands that he's not good enough to unseat Vernon Adams. Or at least last year he wasn't. Hmm. No. No. Okay. So... I don't know. I'm I'm okay with Dane Evans as a backup in there. I think he's a good QB. I think if something happens to Vernon Adams, we're not looking. We're not as a disaster. Um, what happens if Nathan Rourke comes back? Whoa, that's a big subject. I love that one. Unfortunately, yeah. there's only 50 seconds left in the show, and I have to close it off. This has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 521. I'm your host Christopher Jones. I'm going to say good night. We're going to come back and talk to you next week. And Charles, put on the agenda. Something to talk about, Nathan Roar, just because we can. 30 seconds left, my friend. Okay. Say good night, Charles. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you about Nathan Roar and other things next week. Excellent. William, say good night. Good, good night, everybody. I knew I shouldn't have brought up Nathan Roar again, but oh well.
well. Yeah, we'll talk about him next week. Go Hamilton, go. <laughs> Good night. Go Hamilton. <laughs>